Gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back again. And this time, we are going to be reviewing, or at least what we thought of, uh, NXT War Games. I guess Takeover War Games. It's called War Games because that's what it was. <laughs> and uh, we'll also be talking about Survivor Series as well. And of course, to my left in cyberspace is the good brother Sean. No, I'm on your right. Oh no, I can't see. You know, <laughs> I was, I was your trying peripherals. to think. I was trying... Your peripherals, man. I can't see. wait. Sean, you get it, right? Oh, no, I get it. I know what it means. Yeah, and you get it. I get it. Okay. Do they, then, they get Do they get it? That's the real question. The other voice coming from, I guess, since Sean's on the right, he'll be on the left in cyberspace, is my buddy Dan. Hey. You. So we'll start with War Games. Um, I mean, I had nothing bad to say. Yet again, NXT always delivers. I mean, I have nothing bad. <laughs> Uh, I, I have something bad to say. <laughs> oh no. What happened? Uh, the only negative that I saw on the show was parts of the women's fatal four way, especially uh, the parts where, um, uh, Peyton Royce had the match one for oh, ungodly oh amount of time. I forgot. He, she had, she had Carrie Sane pin for like what? Like ten seconds, and the ref didn't do anything. Yeah, there's a video clip of the ref actually checking her shoulders on the mat and didn't count. Do you think? Do you think that this is going to be used as an angle, or it was just no. a guaranteed like bonafide <laughs> fuck up? Nope, nope. That, that was the first of many moments of the night of people covering people and the ref not counting it. It happened in a couple matches on the card. But at least I knew the, there was something. I knew there was something wrong with this match. The moment that Billy Kay decided to go backstage, I was like, "Oh no, yeah, this match weird. is going to end in a way I don't want it to." <laughs> but at least in in the War Games match, it was kind of hard to 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 see who was covering who, just because there were so many people in the match. Whereas, yeah, that one, you know, when they did that huge powerbomb spot, it was like everybody's covering everybody. Yeah, whereas Peyton was, it was obvious that she was covering. It was flagrant. Yeah. It was flagrant. <laughs> but uh, boy and how, that Aleister Black Velveteen dream match. Good God. Yeah. Well, it goes to show you. I mean, That's we... my favorite match of the weekend, honestly. Oh, without a doubt. Mine too. We talked about how it had the best build going into the weekend. And the match actually delivered, which, um, you know, I wasn't expecting a, a, a really good match out of it. And we ended up getting one. Yeah. I was a big fan of Velveteen Dream's Rick Rude pants. Oh yeah, that I popped for that one. Yeah, when the when he had the the chaps on, I was like, he's wearing chaps, isn't he? And I was like, well, you're in Texas, yeah, I wear chaps, and he just rips them off. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I just liked how it said "Say my name" above his dick. That was a nice, <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> but yeah, that match, and also the spot that popped me was when uh, when Velveteen Dream did uh, Alistair's sit down, and then Alistair did that creepy like. Randy Orton type snake pose. Yeah, I I just wish <laughs> I that the, like, the the camera would have caught it a little earlier. Yeah, it was it was just on Velveteen's face the whole time, and all of a sudden you see him react to something that we can't see. Yeah, when's that ever happened before, <clears throat> AJ? <clears throat> <clears throat> thanks, thanks, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, that for the that match, and then uh, I guess what the the Cash Zono match. We had some weird audio sound that was just like, oh yeah. 
well, going over like a, the entire show for like, like two a, matches. Like yeah, it sounded like a pump or something. I don't know what it was. It sounded I like uh, was, <laughs> I told Sean it was Stefan Hunter in the truck. <laughs> I, I, it sounded to me like when uh, a couple weeks ago when when uh, Jobo's microphone was shorting out and it yes. kept making that noise like uh, 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 over and over again. Helen, dude, they were rocking that van making noise. It was actually Kevin Dunn just chewing on a piece of wood. <laughs> and it was mic'd up. <laughs> it's like, what are you guys doing in there? Just let them go. Thank God they fixed yeah, it, I mean, though. Uh, yeah. And as for the actual the War Games match, I mean... Uh, they changed from when the last time we talked about it on the show, they changed some stuff. They took the roof off and they added some new rules. Um, yeah, I remember what, well, what were the uh, new rules? Basically, it, instead of um, one team member coming out for every however long, uh, it starts with one out of all three teams in a, in a three way. And then after five minutes, one of the shark cages open. There's three shark cages. And uh, the team, the entire team that gets chosen, they all go in. So theoretically, you only have about, what, uh, 11 minutes of yeah. not everyone? Yeah. Um, so it started at five, and then every three minutes, another a new full team comes in. And it stayed that way. And then theoretically, I mean, the match went, what, like 36 minutes, I think? And I think that sounds about right. Yeah, so you still had a good like twenty five minutes of everyone in the ring at the same time, which realistically that's what you want because before that, like War Games is kind of dull without uh you know any elimination. There's no or anything. Stakes. Yeah, there's, no... there's nothing you can do. Um, yeah. and even like having Adam Cole and Roderick Strong and Eric Young at the same time, all three of them for for five minutes, it's it was still kind of dull because. You, no one was pinning anyone. It was, you know, what didn't do anything. <laughs> did, you know, did you notice that botch when they were when they were sending the next team to come in? Oh yeah. Instead of lighting up, instead of lighting up underneath, off to the paint, it lit under under both of them. And it was like, wait, which one? <laughs> yeah, they've done <laughs> like, that I'm for confused. the uh, elimination chamber a few times too, where the light will screw up. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then the then the the explosion noise or whatever the hell that sound effect they put on it was really late uh for the last cage like they were already out of the cage and then the sound effect then, just ooh. came off when when they're when wolf and dane were running down to the ring i was like oh, okay yeah i but, got, uh, i love that i love that one spot in the match when uh when demo or dane the big I call, irish i call dude. him demo it's fine yeah okay but when he was just reek, when he was just wreaking havoc inside, when he was on that tear, that was that was really satisfying. Oh, he was the best part of the match. Like they yeah. let him, like letting him come in last and bring in all the weapons and then go in and just destroy everyone, even without using the weapons. Fantastic! But, uh, I like how he ate the key too. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> then he did it. He did it freaking coast to coast, which I knew that he could do because I've seen him do it before, just not on that NXT. So, like, everyone else are probably like, oh, my God, I can't believe he can do a coast to coast. Like, as soon as he had the trash can, I told Sean he's going to do a coast to coast. <laughs> and uh, he did. So That's Absolutely crazy. I uh, Also, I have to I have to give credit to Wolf because, boy, and how, that was a messy, that was a messy uh, incident after they did the, uh, the table spot. It looks like he caught his head on the edge of the other table because the spacing was kind of off. Like it looked like there was too big of a gap. Which I immediately yeah. said when they were yeah. setting up the tables, I'm like, "That's not good. He might want to put those closer together." 
whichever one of it, the authors of pain set the tables up, they they screwed that up, and then uh, they did God. top rope German, and he ended up staying down much longer than the person he did the German to. So yeah, because he was because he was dying at yeah. one point. Me and my buddy were watching, and the camera kept going over to the other ring, and you know like how. The table breaks in three pieces, and there's that like the middle piece, and then the sides where the legs are. That middle piece was completely red, like there was blood all over it. Yeah, well, they didn't go to the second ring at all after that. They they hit everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was surprised like they triaged him, but then they let him stay out there. He finished the match. He came and did a couple more spots though before. Yeah, and then at the end of the match, he was laying underneath the rope near the apron. And he, yeah. had his, he had his head in his arm, and you could see the blood, like, pooling in his elbow. It was just like, dude, <laughs> that was messed up. But, yeah, no, um, I was – I thought for what the War Games match was, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I mean, if, if this is a test run for future ones, I think it was a success. Um, yeah. You know, sure. obviously, if they were to do this on the main roster, it probably – I don't know if it would – be the same because it seems like everything that they try to do on the main roster from NXT never works. Yeah, I feel um, like it would suffer. But, you know, I, I'd be interested if they were to bring it back again. It definitely seemed to, to work out this time. Um, I will say, though, maybe retool a little bit. Maybe that first, uh, that first uh, part of the match doesn't need to be five minutes long. Maybe trim that one down to three minutes as well. That did feel long. Um, but overall, I think it was definitely a success. Yeah, without a doubt. And then we have a title change, because uh, I don't think anyone saw coming. With almost no. going over McIntyre. I didn't know I didn't know McIntyre joined the bar. Did you see his kilt? <laughs> right. I mean, obviously, if anybody's going to wear a kilt, it should be him. He's Scottish. But yeah, no. The, the match itself, it just... I knew I kind of like near the end. I was like, "Oh boy, they're really going to do this, aren't they?" And they did. <laughs> well, the, he he yeah. kicked out of his finish. Um, yeah. During the match, and then it wasn't until he he hit it off the top rope again that he actually got the pin. But I'm I'm very surprised because I I don't know where they go from here. I always figured that they were setting up Adam Cole for a title win, but you're not going to do Almas against Adam Cole. Those are two heels. So yeah. yeah so I was saying. Uh, Right after the Alistair Black match happened, I was like, it kind of sucks that Alistair Black's kind of just got to languish with nothing to really do because he's not going to go up against uh, McIntyre. And then when when Almas ends up getting the title, I was like, well, there's your in to get Black to do something. You could do that, but I mean, (gasps) and then don't get me wrong, I don't think Black should take a loss in the first place, but um, don't you think that Andrade dropping the title at the next takeover would be really soon. Oh yeah, I'm not saying that it has to be at that one or anything. It, I I mean, don't get me I wrong. Think I think that'd be a better suited for the the Mania takeover in New Orleans for Black to get the belt, but well, selfishly I'd rather the other one, but um but I mean, it's not like this is not something that they've done before. Sami Zayn held the belt for what? two months a month maybe yeah um you know so they've done quick title changes in nxt before the whole thing with uh, nakamura and joe um so you know it's not unheard of it's just having uh, andrade lose immediately after might be kind of damaging especially with his new character i feel like that would hurt him because it would like legitimize him and then just rip it all away yeah but we'll see what they do 
It's true. All right, so I guess final letter grade for takeover. Uh, I'll give it an A minus. Dan, uh, I'll just give it a straight up A because I, I don't believe in the minus or plus, but you I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't have any complaints really. <laughs> Other say, than Ember Moon winning, I mean, I hated. Oh, that. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, I, I guess we should. T- I guess we should touch uh, on that. Ember Moon. I, uh, I, I get it's Texas, but I, uh, no. No, it just it's weird. Was, it's it's just weird because like Oscar relinquishes the title, and then the person who could never beat her now that she's wins. gone, she can win the title. It, it felt just like looks bad. Games. And yeah, then she even felt like had Oscar hand it to her, which is really funny, like a visual yeah. of Oscar just handing. Hey, remember you could beat she me? Would hit her with the, also, would you hit her with the belt? <laughs> like I would have been happy with anybody else winning that match. Like Peyton Royce won, and we could have had the two, you know, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay lording over everyone and i like peyton royce quite a bit nikki cross i think deserves it because she's freaking great Kyrie sane i'd love to see her get it but i don't think she needs it because she just won the may young classic and they have time to build her up but if she would have won i'd been happy too but ember moon is just like oh now we're gonna have that great promo where ember moon comes in returns triumphantly to nxt and stinks up the joint on the mic for like 10 minutes yeah she's like hey i'm here i i came back look at me just she just has a blandness about her when she speaks. Like even when she tries to like put emphasis behind stuff, it just sounds like she's just getting louder. It doesn't sound like she's putting any like but she has a, behind it. She's kind of like a, a whiny delivery and she she doesn't deliver lines well, so everything sounds like it's off of it, a page. It doesn't fit her appearance at all. No. Like, no. Anyway. She should be she should be speaking all like Evil. Well, not evil, but like myster- more mysteriously. Yeah, like that. Every time she opens her mouth, I just hear "Don't speak" by no doubt. <laughs> it's appropriate, uh, I guess for for takeover. I'll give it an A as well. Besides the minor things, I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I really I thought the stuff was good. And the and the Alistair Black Velveteen Dream match that that match alone would have made it an A for me just because I I really thoroughly I really had a lot of fun watching that. But now we move on to one of the other longer shows. Boy, these shows, it just feels so long. You know, you say just, that, but it didn't go over the 11 o'clock mark, so I know. bonus I think points. The thing, yeah, uh, props to them for that. But the thing that gets me is that long pre-show. Yeah. That's what gets me. That's just, it's so, it just feels like it takes forever to get through. Most of the time I'll kind of turn it on and it'll just be background noise. And sometimes I'll pay attention to the match and then look away, but. Boy, and how I can only hear, I can only hear the panel talk about stuff for so long, and, and Shawn Michaels just talking nonsense the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like Shawn, what are you him and him and between him and King, it was like, what are we doing, guys? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's nothing compared to what we have to get into when the actual show proper starts, and oh, we had freaking yeah, with the with the, with the thirty man commentary table. Oh, that was so much fun. Ugh, <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, Sean, who who's the first pre? Uh, uh, well, I didn't see it, but well, apparently it was Elias versus Matt Hardy. Elias and Matt Hardy, and we were eating instead of watching that. So, so I I saw it. I saw it. I have nothing to say. It okay, was, Wikipedia it was tells me that Elias won, so I'll take them for their word. Yeah, no, they're they're right. I did watch it. It was filler. There was there was nothing to say about that match. It was filler. They uh, oddly enough, they put the cruiserweight title match in between the uh, the three kickoff matches. Uh, yep. Enzo defeating Kalisto. I saw the end of the match. That's all I saw. Did you, did you see? Did you see Kalisto's botch getting in the ring? 
I saw that later. Yeah, I, we didn't see it when it happened, but we ended up seeing it later. Him just like getting stuck on the ropes and then flipping off. Of him. He, he was stuck. Sean and I talked about this. He was stuck for so long. It was like seven seconds where he couldn't get out of the ropes. Oh, it was an eternity. Uh, for some, I was I was telling Sean like I, I I'm glad it didn't happen. I was worried that they were gonna have Kalista win again for some reason. Like it wouldn't have made any sense if they did. But I was just nervous. That division's already suffering enough. We don't need another hot potato title exchange. Well, no. we'll see with the new member of the 205 roster. Oh yeah, I don't know if you guys if you know about that. Yep, Hideo. Uh, I heard that he was coming, but I didn't watch. So, you know. oh boy, he's coming There's, soon. If Enzo, if Enzo beats Hideo with Tommy, I will eat my hat. I'll be <laughs> uh, can I can I have you at your word on that? Yeah, I just need yeah, to get wait, a hat. Wait, first. Which hat? <laughs> I need to get a hat first. I need to get one that's made out of food. Ugh. But yeah, so after after the uh, cruiserweight match, which was also pretty forgettable, what was after that? Uh, Owens and Zane, oddly enough, on the pre-show, uh, defeating Breezango, kind of nothing yeah. match. Yeah, they cut a promo before talking about how like it was. It was actually a very like smart aimed promo, just because it was very like. Like, what are we doing here? Why are we on the pre-show? Why are we facing these two? It's just one of those kind of promos. But it was actually kind of funny to hear them say, like, yeah, you guys are right. What are you doing on the pre-show? <laughs> yeah. And obviously, we knew that they were going to have some involvement later on. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess they just felt the need to stick them on the car just to have them there. I guess so, yeah. I think they probably wanted to reinforce the fact that they were unhappy, too, to the crowd. Yeah. So... Because that promo they were talking about, like, like this is ludicrous. Like, why? Like, we're being punished, and why are we on the pre-show? And it's just, eh, I guess they're just trying to drive the point home. Am I the only one that thought it was weird that on the pre-show, the two other matches, other than the only championship match we had, were both like brand specific? They weren't like brand yeah, yeah, brand I matches. That too. Well, yeah, the obviously Elias Matt being Raw, and then KO, and uh, the other one being SmackDown. Well, that would have thrown off their entire. Uh, their entire contest because yeah, there, there was two. So it would have still been able to tie up until the last match. N- n- well, not necessarily because, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, I, what's the point? No one's watching the pre-show. Oh, we're, we're about to start the pay-per-view. Oh, Raw's up two to one. Ooh, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Fucking, uh, it, it was weird. But so that was the the pre card. That was the the pre card. What was the first official match? I think it was New Day and Shield, right? Yep, yep. yep. New Day and Shield right. started started the the pay per view off, which was a little surprising. I thought maybe the. I mean, I can understand why they'd want to start with it to you know get the crowd going and everything. Um, but uh, to me, the match was good, but it didn't get good good until like halfway through. Yeah, that was an extremely slow start for me. It was very slow to start off with, and then uh, obviously they did the normal shield thing where they just pick it up towards the end and everything. And there was a couple good spots like uh, the uh, that weird um, electric chair uh, jumping thing that the New Day did, where Biggie was yeah, on yeah. Xavier's shoulders and Kofi jumped off and and all that. Um, Biggie gave a uh, what's her finish called the midnight hour? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the mid. The one of the, one of them is the midnight hour. Okay, well I think that's the one with the big ending. But uh, he did that to uh, both 
Seth and Dean, and then obviously the other two jumped on him. Um, so that was a cool spot. And then it, instead of giving uh, uh, Kofi the shield power bomb in the middle of the ring, they gave it to him off the second rope. Yeah, yeah, it was like a super shield power bomb. Yeah, yeah. So all in all, a good a good match, but I kind of wish it would have been just a little shorter or maybe they could have done something to speed up that first half because that it yeah, dragged. I actually used the very end of this match as a bathroom break so I didn't see the finish but I knew what happened so yeah I felt I agree I felt it I felt it dragging especially in the beginning near the end when it picked up it was cool but I just like you said like you said it was too long and and it drags but good match the, the spots that yeah, were in it were man. impressive Three really good people on both teams. I mean, you kind of expect the match can't be terrible with oh, all yeah. the people that were in it. But yeah, so that put that put Raw up one nothing. Yes, and, and immediately when I saw that we were keeping score this year, because last year they didn't do that. Last year, no, uh, Raw won two of them, and then they went into the third one. They only did three last year, and uh, SmackDown. They just gave it to SmackDown, so basically everyone won. Uh, <laughs> because SmackDown got the main one and then they got the other two. Um, this year, they actually started a counter, which was a, it, it, it was an easy way for me to predict exactly who was going to win and exactly <laughs> what order the card was going. Yeah. Very true. I mean, I think there was only one match that uh, you probably didn't think was going to end the way it did, but we'll get to that one. <laughs> So who is next, John? The second match. Uh, the well, we had women's. The, the women's five on five. Um, interesting match. Um, they, interesting, I would, I would say. They they pinned Becky immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean said it was going to be Bailey, and then he was wrong because it was Becky. Well, Bailey Poor was Becky. first to go for Raw, so yeah. Um, Team Catholic, right, right Becky out. Becky got the rolled up, like right. Yeah, up. she was in there for two minutes. <laughs> unbelievable yeah and then also i pointed this out to sean too i don't know why they decided to do the way i didn't know they don't know why they decided to eliminate nia Jax the way they did like i don't know why they saved her like that like she's tapped out she's tapped out she's been pinned like i don't know why they're saving her they 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 like to protect her so you know i mean it, it goes to Apparently, show you when she when she was away for a little bit and came back it was because they she didn't like how they're booking her character so i guess they probably figured they'd make her not have to eat a well, pin or anything. If she wasn't related to the Rock, she they, they would have <laughs> booked her worse. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I I just like I really liked how they tried to build up like uh, Tamina and her in the ring at the same time as this big like Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan thing. It was like guys, come on. And no one cared. That and that was the and funny no, thing. They were doing that. They were doing I had that. To point out to Sean that Tamina is the oldest woman on the roster. I don't know if you know that or not, Steve, but she's actually older than Mickey James. Yeah. How old is she? Uh, was it thirty nine? Was not. I think we look that's some open blood holds up good because she looks pretty decent for almost 40. Yeah, she was born in 78. So, God damn, well, damn, damn, up to Tamina, <laughs> damn. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, the match itself, I mean, I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah I kind of saw where it was going. I was like, at the end, I was like, all right. What's gonna happen is Oscar's gonna be the only one left and have to take out like two oh, or yeah. three people. Right, right, right near the. It was like Oscar's gonna be sole survivor. Like without a doubt, that's like that's gonna be their their way to make up for making her not look that great. <laughs> but we also can't not talk about that series between Alicia Fox and Naomi. Oh, how, she, oh. Alicia Fox looked like hot garbage. She looked so bad. Naomi didn't yeah. make her look any better. 
No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying Naomi looked fantastic, but just from like, like, I don't know what's going on with Alicia Fox, but she looked like really bad. When, when she got eliminated, it was funny because they didn't even make an announcement that she was eliminated because it was so screwed up. Like, I um, think what was supposed to happen was she was supposed to kick out. And then uh, Naomi was going to transition into her submission and, and make her tap out. But the ref just counted the three count. And then, like, it, it wasn't because her shoulder was up, like, <laughs> ridiculously. Like, her shoulder was on another planet, like, before the two even came down. So Their, their whole exchange was, it was pretty much just flailing. Like, I was trying to, I was like, what are we trying to do right now? It just looked like she was just throwing her arms everywhere. It didn't even look like moves were being attempted. And then what, what about Natalia just like screaming out in pain before she even gets the Oscar lock put on Help her? Help me. <laughs> 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 yeah. It was the but, mental pain. It was the anguish that hit her. I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, she was asking for help and Tamina came and broke it up. And then like a minute later, Tamina was uh, like needing help. And, and Natalia just was like, nah. Good. <laughs> so messed up. God. Yeah. So it was it was tolerable, but it had its flaws for sure. What was what was next, Sean? Uh we had the oh the the, <laughs> the mid card title versus the mid card title. Um, oh yes, good old Baron Corbin versus the Miz. Yeah, this was a weird one because the, they didn't know how to wrestle the match. Cause no, they the, sure who to, was the the heel or not? Like they were, they the, were really. Yeah, the match started. Uh, Miz was working babyface, and then by halfway through the match, Miz was working heel. And Corbin was, so was kind of being a babyface because he was like having to deal with uh, Maurice like at ringside, like. Well, not only that, he was also selling his, well, he tried to sell his leg. He kind (laughs) of forgot a few times. And then the Miz also chop blocked the wrong leg at one point. Yeah. I really liked how, I really liked how Corbin forgot. Like you'd see him use his leg and be like, oh shit. And then start limping. Yeah. (laughs) Like out of boy Corbin. I was, I mean, the way the score was going, I was like, well, SmackDown's got to get a win. Yeah. But sure enough. Going into the show, nobody thought that Miz was going to lose the Corbin, I feel like. I don't know. No, well, me. like I said, once we saw that they were keeping track this year of all the of all the wins, it was you could easily tell who was winning what. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. So, that was how I knew. I was like, exactly. Corbin's going to win this. Yep, so you knew Corbin way. was going to win because, uh, you know, the, obviously it's pretty it's known that brock was gonna win everyone figured that so if you if if you give the one extra win to raw then then um then raw can't win anymore after the the first two so it's you know yes anyway i I don't have i don't have much left to say about corbin and miz it was it was weird (laughs) What was after that, Sean? Uh, we had the two tag titles, uh, the Usos uh-huh. defeating uh, the Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, can I can I say how like seeing this match with the Bar versus a team other than the Shield just like made me like them so much more because the them wrestling Seth and Dean for so many matches over and over and over again, like it wasn't like the Usos and New Day where it just kept getting better and better. It was like the same match like five times. Like, so I would love the, the tag action in, in this match. And then, uh, was it, remember the very end of the match when, uh, was it Jimmy? 
he jumped out of the ring and tagged in Jay at the same time to like do a suicide dive. Yeah. Onto, that was that was awesome. That was yeah. a good spot. Those, Cesaro. Those, guys, those guys have got something, man. Those Uso. And also I mean the bar too. Like I agree with you, Dan. The the matches on Raw with uh Southern Dean, they were just it kept getting more stale and more stale because you could almost like by near the end of them, you could just be like, Okay, here we go again. But this I mean, I love both teams tremendously. I love I love Sheamus and Cesaro respectively and as a, as a team. And the Usos, they're on fire right now. They're they're incredible, but they they worked together really really well. And even the Usos being smaller than the Bar, they still they they still you can buy them as a legitimate threat because they're just so they're so uh like dynamic. Yeah, uh, I I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Also, Sheamus didn't lose any more teeth, which is always good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I part of me feels like it, it was probably the the best match on the show. I know a lot of people are giving praise to the Brock and AJ match, which I would too if it wasn't for that um, first like five minutes of just dominance <laughs> the whole time, I mean, and I mean, then AJ also the spot where Brock just Brackle. clearly forgot what he was supposed to do, and you could tell they were talking about what to do. Yeah, that, that um, part too. Other but than we'll that. Get to that. Um, <laughs> I, and and like I said, the the Shield and New Day match, although good, was to me a, a little incomplete just because of the first half. So um, I agree. yeah, so I, I I think I might I might label that one as as the the best match from Survivor mm. Series. Not, not very not very rare for us to say the Usos had the best match on a card lately. It's yeah, like I said, they're on fire. Whatever they've got, they got to keep that going because it's it's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, no, I I would I would agree with your assessment, Sean. I would definitely say this was uh, the best match on the card, at least in in my opinion. I th- I thought this was I thought this was fantastic. They had a good thing going. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was good. So uh, was Brock and AJ after this? No, we had no. the uh, the two women title matches. That's that's right. That's um, right. Obviously, uh, Charlotte. Uh, I I was so mad that I knew that Alexa had to lose because I was like, I don't want her to have to tap out. Like, <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> well, what was weird to me about this match is, and it's kind of like the the last one that they did with uh, Charlotte and, and Natalia at um, the fuck was the last pay per view? Um, I can't remember oh, what the last one was. Yeah, uh, no. Blending together. The one that wasn't TLC, I can't even. Oh God, Hell in a Cell. Uh, Hell, in, that's what yeah. it was. Um, they did the whole thing where Natty was working on uh, Charlotte's leg the whole time, and then Charlotte decides to do the moonsault on the outside for reasons. And uh, <laughs> even though her her leg is busted, makes no sense. And then in this match, she had, had busted ribs. You had busted Alexa ribs kept because during the ribs and everything. Yeah, she was working over the ribs, and then what does Charlotte do? She goes for a moonsault again. And misses. And yeah, so it's like uh, that. That that part I don't get. Um, they did have some uh, some good uh, false finishes in the match. Uh, Alexa hit her DDT, which um, I think she got a rope break on that one. And uh, obviously, it's- Charlotte's been through a bunch of secondary finishers forever. Like she, I don't think she uses natural selection to finish people off anymore. Uh, Rarely. She, the spear she used to use, which uh, she doesn't really use as finisher anymore. Same with the big boot. It seems like now they only do submission finishers for Charlotte. Um, so you did have a couple uh, false finishes with her, which is good. But um, overall, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing ever, especially for uh, Alexa, who is still somewhat limited in the ring. I felt like Charlotte did a good job with her. Um, 
but I, I wouldn't say it was the best match they probably could have had. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked that before the match, they like built up Alexa having like a knockout punch for some reason, even though it was so weird. Like the tiniest girl just keeps knocking people the out. Five, like five foot girl has a punch like big show. Yeah. Cause uh, Sean thought it was a forearm. Like, no, nah, I think she's supposed to be like delivering. I still uh, think it's right, a forearm. Like, it's a right hook or something. Like, but they're not paying attention. Like, well, when they showed the camera angle during the invasion, it looked like it looked a lot like a forearm because all you saw was the back of Alexa. Yeah, but uh, I liken it to what I said. It's kind of like um, Juice Robinson when he throws this left that just like crumples people. Like, it, oh yeah, it was, yeah, that, yeah. It was that version, but uh. Yeah, I mean, at least when Alexa did finally tap out, she didn't tap out immediately because I can't stand when, like, they take someone, put them in a finisher, and they just tap out, like, instantly, especially if they haven't had, like, their leg worked over or anything like that or any reason to need to tap out. So she had that bridge up for quite a bit before Alexa finally was like, all right, I got to. Oh, yeah, when that. she bridged into, when she bridged into the figure eight or yeah. well, that's what she calls it right yeah yeah, yeah. she bridged up to that Alexa was hanging on for a while and you know that wouldn't hurt your ribs or anything right no yeah, yeah that uh, bridge yes yeah. <laughs> yeah when you just extend your torso past its point yeah so good <laughs> uh, but yeah I I honestly felt like Alexa or at least Charlotte made Alexa look pretty decent she I didn't notice a lot of like hinky things in that. No, I mean, I everything went pretty smoothly, uh, other than that one spot that she seems to screw up a lot with the uh, the knees in the in the the backflip. Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah, didn't yeah. she didn't get any of her ribs. She just got one knee on maybe her leg, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Take that! Hiya! Yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah. That was the lady. That was the ladies' match. How was after this? Now we went to the men. The uh, the the two uh, champions. Rock. And AJ. Brock and AJ. Uh, this is easily was... Brock's best match. Yeah. Of, like, what, the past two years almost, right? Like, um, that's it. I would say um, so. Probably. Well, no, because SummerSlam, uh, the four the way, even though, you know, he was not there for a little yeah. bit. I mean, I'm saying, like, one that he's best, not being hidden by. So, best one on one is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'd also say no, because the, uh, the Goldberg match I thought at WrestleMania was, was better. Mm-hmm. Even though it was only five minutes long, I thought it was, it was better. For what I, they were going to get out of those two, it was pretty damn good. Yeah. I, I just, I feel like for like once we actually had a Lesnar match that was like good, like good pacing and like, sure. We all knew it was going to end in F5, but it didn't feel like the Braun Strowman one where I was just like, oh, man, come on, really? Like, Well, they, oh, actually, you know, they, they did a good job of giving AJ a fighting chance, even though he did kick yeah. out of one of the forearms. Um, and they really tried to put over the, the calf crusher, which Brock was still yeah. selling after the match and everything. Yeah. Apparently I've people been, backstage I've thought he was actually hurt because he was still I've selling been. it. I won't even I won't even lie. I bit on that cell because he was doing a really good job when he was walking and like acting like it was hurt. I was like, damn, is he actually hurt? And even when he did the uh the F five, he was still like trying to stay off his leg while he was hitting, yeah, hitting like, the move. I just when feel like this is the first time that he's tried that hard in a long time. Like Yeah. 
he definitely has a lot of respect for AJ. You could tell. Although I was worried. I was worried in the beginning though, because I was like, "Oh boy, here comes the ragdoll match again." <laughs> yeah, well, they were referencing the John Cena match, and I'm like, "It's not going to be like that," and it, no. it didn't turn out to be. But um, uh, thank God, thank God. But I will say, watching this match makes you wonder, like, what would that Brock and Jinder match have looked like? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I was like, telling my buddy, I was telling my buddy Felipe about that. I was like, "Imagine if we watched him versus Jinder. That would have been some." I think Jinder would have gotten hurt. Like, I really feel like he would have, like, not been able to, like, take that many overhead suplexes because he would have landed awkwardly or something. Like, I, I just feel... Also, yeah, also, he's he's really big. That's a lot of weight coming down over and over again. I think he would have, like, he probably would have gotten hurt. I mean, Strowman did it, but Strowman's, like, big, but, like, he's... He can absorb nimble. He's, he's nimble for a big guy, like... It's, and he's he not can... working with an injury already. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like I feel like Braun can absorb it better. He's got more surface area to land on. I mean, gender gender's all big and broided up, but I feel like you take enough bumps on all those big muscles that just you're gonna start to get real tired and sore, and it's gonna hurt something eventually. Am I the only one that's thinking that maybe they uh, didn't want Brock to kick out of the Coloss in some strange masochistic no. way? No, cause... because they took the title off of him. So it, I it... know that, but I'm just saying, like nobody kicked out of that freaking thing. It looks like the worst. It doesn't matter. Ever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, the, the fact that like... he doesn't have the title means that it's not really done. It's not. A, it's not sacred. Like it's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they tried to get it over. We can argue whether or not that was successful, but uh, he didn't have the title anymore. So clearly, they're. You know, they they don't have a problem changing their minds on 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 you know yeah. with with Jim. I mean, it's pretty easy to see that uh, no one's kicking out of the F five until Mania at this point. No, and oh yeah, I didn't even think we needed to report on that. Like, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, unbelievable. Poor Joe and some and poor Joe and Braun. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh well. Yep. Yeah. Who's next? Well, we had the main event, um, the five on five Survivor Series match. Oh, and by the way, at this point, it was three to three, so uh, everything yeah. was tied up. Um, oh boy! So uh, why, why don't we get into this? We'll, let's just dissect this a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, I, my God, from the get go, we have these. <laughs> idiots coming out in their raw and smackdown t-shirts i mean they just look like they're goons or they're they're they don't they're not individuals they're part of a bigger brand uh everyone and then i guess what uh raw came out first so you had all the all the raw goofs including braun wearing their raw t-shirts and then all of a sudden triple h comes out he's got a red t-shirt but it's like oh what's that what's that thing on there it's his own t-shirt he got a custom made it's just red of his new T-shirt, but in red. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, I guess he made half an effort. Sure, whatever. <laughs> so then, remember the Shield match? The Roman didn't have a shirt, and the other two were in those half and half oh, shirts. Yeah. <laughs> At least the New Day had the right sense to take their shirts off. Yeah. Because I was so I was so annoyed that they kept those on the whole match. I was like, we know. We all know. 
Come they on. put them on over their riot vests or whatever. Or too. just wear like gear that has your brand color in it, like Nakamura did, yet he yeah. still had to wear the Not, stupid t-shirt. Nakamura, that's the first time Nakamura's worn a different color than red and black, like, ever. Like... I, I can't. It just drives me crazy. Like, like last year during the the Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series match, Roman's wearing a a blue vest. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? We all like, we all know. We watched. We all know. We all know which side you're on. So yeah. so Raw has uh you know uh, oh oh by the way Kurt Angle with his uh, little hand warmers now the flag hand warmers. Well, that's actually a company that he sponsors. Their wrestling grips. You wear them to oh. protect your. Fr- while you actually wrestle, oh, I was well. reading. I was, I was reading up about them because I was like, "That looks like something I've seen before." Actually, a lot of wrestlers do that because you keep your grip strength, but you protect your fingers. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, oh. he sponsors the company. He all his all his stuff on like Instagram and Twitter is a lot of plugs for that company. Well, I'm sure once Vince uh, finds out about it, he won't be able to use it anymore. Of course not. Of course. Um, but so obviously, you know, you had all these goofs on Raw and Triple H leading them. Uh, and then SmackDown, you have uh, Shane. At le- you know, obviously he wears his jersey, but he did put blue in it. So it's it's OK. Uh, yeah. You know, they had Orton in the shirt, Nakamura in the shirt. Um, they had uh, Bobby Roode in the shirt. And then all of a sudden, John Cena comes out. <laughs> Lime green. <laughs> well, see, the problem is the blue shirt was part of the merch earlier in the year, so they had to put out a new color. I can't. I could not believe that. John Cena, the entire match, I couldn't help but look at him because he stuck out like a sore thumb. Now it was unbelievable. He had like three green friggin' bands yeah, on his arm. Two dude. things. He had like so two much <laughs> Two things. One. Uh. I know he's a free agent, but come on, you're on Team SmackDown. Uh, number two, at least if you're going to wear your green T-shirt, wear some blue bands or wear anything blue. He didn't have anything oh. blue. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was Team Sean. He was Team Velocity. Yeah, clear <laughs> or, or Saturday Morning Slam, one of the two. Yeah, exactly. But uh, whatever that team did. <laughs> yeah. So off the bat, things are weird. Um, and then you get into the match and things got a little weirder. Um, you got Nakamura going out first. Well, even before that, you had some interesting, uh, interesting, uh, you know, pairings with Triple H and Nakamura and, uh, uh, Triple H and, and Bobby Roode. Uh, I popped, I popped when Triple H did the glorious, uh, cross chop that got me. You, yeah. had, you had Angle and Bobby Roode for their TNA flashback. Yes. Um, so you had some interesting uh, pairs to start with, which is, you know, that's that's cool, whatever. Um, but then, like you said, the first person out is Nakamura. It's like, damn. Un- unbelievable. You go from challenging for the title, being undefeated, then being power, defeated. Power slam by Strowman. Like, it's nothing. <laughs> Well, don't get me wrong. The power slam no, by Strowman should no. finish you. But I'm just saying, like, not Nakamura is supposed to be tougher than that. Like, you shouldn't just get taken out like a punk. Yeah, exactly. And then immediately after that, they take out Bobby Roode, which I mean, he he probably was the weak point of the, of of that team, minus Shane, because you know we got to protect the McMahons. Uh, yeah. 
And then you have Joe and Finn start to argue. Yeah. That was that made me so mad. I was like, what are we doing? And then you had Joe get taken out by Cena and then Cena taken out by Kurt, even though it was technically Finn who did the work. Um really weird. It's it and it also begs the question, like I know why Cena was in the match, because they had AJ swap out with Jinder and AJ was supposed to be in the match, but Cena did nothing in this match at all. Not a damn thing. And I, I don't know who you could have gotten that wasn't him uh, on the SmackDown roster. I, yeah, I mean, they, they had him eat the coup de gras and an angle slam and then just two angle pinned. slams. Yeah. Um, I, and that's that's the only argument as to why Cena was even on the team, uh, because there's no one else. I don't know who that other person would be that they yeah. would add on. Other than Rusev. Who did Kurt hit the three amigos on? Kurt hit a three amigos on someone? Yeah, he did he did the uh the he did the triple German suplex. Oh, that's not the three oh, amigos. That's, that's just a that's triple a, German. That's a rolling, yeah. Oh yeah, the three amigos is when you roll your hips, right? The three uh, amigos it's, is it's the, the three the suplexes. suplex. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right, the three different sure. suplexes. I don't know why I confused those names, but yeah. Um, Probably yeah. was Cena, right? Because he Probably was, was Cena, yeah. he well he did it to a couple of people. I remember the exchange between him and Cena was like in slow motion. Um, oh yeah, oh yes. I don't know what it was like. Cena, his punches looked slow. Uh, everything that he did just looked really slow. And and Kurt's you know forty eight years old, so you know he doesn't move around as he used to. So. Some of his and he stuff had his slow. Uh, thigh taped up too. I think yeah, match. he probably had like yeah. a hamstring injury or something. Um, so that happened, and then it got into, uh, I guess you know, Raw had a what a five on three advantage at that point, and uh, yep. or, or no five on two uh, at that point. Um, we didn't talk about them putting Braun through the table. Oh yeah, they did. The the whole team put Braun through the table. The entire team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also we had we had a Kevin we had a KO and Sammy run in. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then they had Shane tease that he was going to give an elbow drop to Braun on the ground. On the ground, it's like what? What are you thinking? <laughs> he wants to get hurt. Yeah, but uh, but then Finn got eliminated by Orton, which was kind of a was nothing a elimination. Coup de gras getting turned into an RKO, which that's like. Really dumb because you wouldn't ever come down for coup de gras in a position that you should get RKO'd in. Like, yeah, I didn't get that. At well, all. no, he no. What happened was he came down, and he missed it, and it rolled over, and then he hit it in the middle of the ring. It wasn't the same move. Uh, okay, uh, I guess I, I missed that step because I'll tell you this match lost me. Like I I was checking my phone, and that shouldn't have been that way, but. Eh. There was parts of this match. I was like, "All right, see us going." And then, you know, we got towards the end of it. It just started getting weirder and weirder as it went on. Like we all knew that that Sammy and and Owens were gonna come out and like do something, but like we're supposed to. I think they were supposed to, or they should have cost SmackDown the match. They didn't really call no. SmackDown the match at all. No, so they came out for nothing. The only really. thing that they did was they distracted uh, Shane and Orton for the one i don't know like a minute and then orton got a power slam by braun that yeah. was it and then orton got eliminated like it really only cost them randy orton um and then by that point it was three on one uh then you had kurt and shane in there doing a little bit uh triple h uh triple h i guess he broke up the 
the the ankle lock was it that yeah. he had on him? She yeah. had him. He broke up. He lock. broke up the ankle lock and then gave Kurt a pedigree. Yeah, he get it was so weird. And then uh, you know, and then he pulled he, chain on top of him, let him let him pin angle. Yeah, and then uh, and then we had the we had Braun Strowman looking like he just had a stroke. Like what just happened? And then just Triple H was standing next to Shane as if they they had a line because you know that's how the match works. Uh, <laughs> Triple H, you still have to eliminate yourself even if you did that. Yeah, um, yeah he would have he would have had to lay down lay for down. Shane or walked away. Finger yeah, poke doom makes no sense. And then gives him a pedigree anyway, just because. And I guess the whole point was. Uh, Triple H just wanted wanted the glory for himself, which is weird. Like none of this was built to a Triple H uh, um, storyline. Like it was all centered around Kurt and Shane, and then next thing you know, Triple so, H comes in and then just takes over everything. So strange. Um, and then obviously and you had uh, then we go out on Strowman, you know, saying don't double cross me ever again. Triple H tries the pedigree him, and then we get a double running power slam. Yeah, and show just yeah. ends. Also, I got I have to. I mean, like, I. I mean, I'm. I'm a huge. I'm a huge Triple H guy. Everybody knows this. I was him for Halloween, for Christ's sake. But like, this is just like I really near the end of the match. I was just like, boy, I'm really fed up with this nonsense with Triple H. Like, I just really didn't want to see it anymore. But I then, just... he, but then he completely won me back. When I saw how he was selling the two power slams from Braun, that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, he but at, oh but at the at the detriment of the match, though, like oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that Triple H didn't have to. Yeah, I'm not saying Triple H didn't have to survive, but like at the end of the day, him turning on Kurt and then turning on Shane made no difference at all. Yeah, think of it this way, like. The match comes down to basically one new guy and then all of these old guys, and that's it. Like, think think about it. Like, Strowman was just standing there doing nothing, and the last three people in were people from the Attitude Era. Yeah, I mean, if you, honestly, if you take Cena out of of the elimination order, literally every single person that was eliminated within the first half of the match are everyone that, that came up within a year or two. So that's, you had Nakamura, that's Nakamura that's eliminated. Insane. He came up after WrestleMania. Bobby Roode was number two. He came up after SummerSlam. Joe came up uh, before WrestleMania. Cena, obviously, you take that out. Finn yeah. came up a little over a year ago, and then and then you just have the old guys. You have Orton, Angle, Shane. You know, it's uh, it was it was really weird. It it does beg the question though, like. Because Triple H was just added on last week, what was the idea before this? They're building to. They're obviously building to Triple H and Kurt at something. But Triple H wasn't in the match until last week, so they've been building this match for four weeks now. What was their idea? I don't. Because uh, clearly understand. Triple H wasn't always in the plans. No, no. no. I wonder. I wonder what like what happened. I don't know. And now Triple H is like the top heel on Raw now. Uh, again. <laughs> again. And uh, he has all these programs lined up. He's got a Braun program lined up. He got, he's got he got a Kurt program lined up. If he if they want, they can do a Jason Jordan program. Uh, he's got all these programs lined up, and he's not going to be on TV. So 
So strange. So strange. And then it'll, then it'll pop up on NXT and everybody will cheer him again. Well, yep. they're well, not the same character. That's, no, that's NXT Hunter. He's different. Yeah. He took a picture with he took a picture with real Triple H at WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, so that was Survivor Series. Not a great ending. Um, now the ending was kind of was kind of stinky. I, I'll, like I said before, I'll give him credit for finishing the show before eleven because they always have that tendency. I mean, Christ, WrestleMania went over an hour over. Uh, yeah, it was till. It was till midnight. It was after midnight. It was, I remember it was Undertaker uh, going downstairs at like twelve fifteen. Yeah, when he did the when he did the, the Terminator spot. Yeah. So. He didn't do the thumbs up. Uh, overall, I would say a decent show. Um, I think so too. A couple a couple good matches. A very questionable ending. Um, I don't know. Do we want to do letter grades? <laughs> How would sure. this compare to SummerSlam this year? Because I would say SummerSlam know, was was oh, well. That's, that's the thing is, SummerSlam was also really long, but I don't know. I uh, SummerSlam out of, out of the big four shows this year, like you know, oh, WrestleMania the, was bad. WrestleMania right. wasn't bad. Uh, the first half of WrestleMania was really good, and then yeah. the second half happened. Um, I don't know. I I mean, it was probably better than the Rumble. Maybe. I don't know. I agree. I think so. <laughs> I'm trying to go back to the SummerSlam card because uh, literally all I remember from SummerSlam was that four-way. Um, yeah. I think we I think we all agree that it turned into like a one-card mat, one match or a one-match card for SummerSlam almost. I could have sworn that was our consensus. Oh, oh like, well, if you, I don't know if you count it, but the Usos and New Day match on the, on the kickoff show was really good. Yeah. Oh, that was that was far and away. That was my match of the night. Um, the t- uh, the tag match, the raw tag match was 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 good. Yes, that too. Um, man, that was about it on SummerSlam. But still, that four way makes up for all of it. Yeah, that. Uh, it's just so weird. Like coming off of another big four, where it's like eh, you know, like it wasn't any better than some of the the smaller pay-per-views like this year some of the most random pay-per-views end up being the best ones like yeah it's it's i agree with you dan it's weird to have a big four pay-per-view be like meh it's just like what like, this is supposed to be one of the big ones yeah well we'll see we'll see with the rumble um yeah we'll see watch roman win again uh, yeah, yeah which you know and of course, now there's the rumor that they don't want Finn versus Brock anymore because Finn's not bar- over. They buried Finn. Oh, basically. oh, geez. Well, of course they did. I mean, he lost to Kane twice. Uh, he got he got choke slammed by Kane three times in a row and then pinned. I mean, how dare he lose and then not be popular with the crowd? Like, how do, how dare he? <laughs> yeah, jerk. Oh my god! And like he just beat AJ too like <laughs> oh my god I could yeah. I couldn't I could not believe that but but the, uh, the weird thing is is like if if they don't go to Finn and Brock what what's that rumble match yeah cuz the only guy the only baby face right now that they have that they've kept strong is Strowman yeah, and I I don't want to see that again. Back to that match again. Either. I don't want because to see Braun. I, I I know exactly what what's going to happen in that match. It's going to be a repeat of the first one. Yeah. Ugh. So I don't know what you do. 
You got me. I I I'm at a loss. I have no clue. I just I can't I can't wait to hear Philly reacting to Roman winning again. Oh well, I'll be <laughs> the there. So <laughs> yeah, Sean, you're gonna have to cover your head and run. Well, I was there. I was there the last time he won. So make sure you wear a Roman rain shirt too. No, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, Sean doesn't want to get mugged or beat up. <laughs> no, but um, I will say as as far as the rumble goes, and we can it, um we can talk about it with uh, some of the call ups. I definitely feel like this year they're doing a women's rumble. Yeah, oh, I yeah. was actually about oh, to yeah. say that too. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's inevitable. It's not going to be thirty. No, I don't think. No, I actually but... I did a, a count of the roster, and as of right now, if you take all the active women, and this includes like Lana, this includes a possible Nikki Bella um, appearance. In total, you have only nineteen. Ah, and that's not including any NXT, which will be like one person to represent NXT like they normally do at the regular Rumble. Oh, I don't know. I mean, do you really want to call think... someone up? Well, I mean, I don't I mean, I'm just saying I don't feel like if they did 19, I think they would probably want to go with 20 at least. That's yeah, Or you could do. Um, what do you think it would be? Oh, I don't know. But you could also do. um you know, a legend or someone coming back, like like a, yeah. like a Trish or surprise. Yeah, something. No, I'd like say that. I'd say it should be Nikki Cross if they're gonna do anyone. Just like Damo got. Uh... Yeah, but do you want to? See, it's weird to me to bring an NXT person up for a match and then they're not called up. Yeah, I mean, like what they did with Damo like was doing weird. It. Yeah. Well, I feel like th- that that was a case of Vince just saw him on the on the takeover show and was like, "Oh, let's put him in this match," <laughs> <laughs> just because he was just because he's big, you know. Yeah. He's big and he's got long hair. Put him in. Yeah, I feel like that's what happened. They had no plans to keep him up there. Yeah. I guess. I guess. Also, well, actually, we should give our letter grades for Survivor Series first. So oh, that's right. Um, I'll go a C plus. I was actually just gonna go with C originally anyway, so I'm sticking with that. So I would say I was passing, and it wasn't terrible. It's just eh. I would say for I would say for me like a low B, like a B minus for me. I think it was it was good, but I agree there was there was faults, and that ending just really threw me for Mm. the loop. But I guess we also kind of just it kind of just left the bad taste for the whole show, even though there was good stuff on the show. It was just like man. It, the, the card, the card, any card on any pay per view could be great, but if that last match has a weird, stinky ending like that, it just taints the whole thing because everyone remembers that ending. Yeah, just, and it seems to be more common today than it used to be. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. But I guess moving on to other wrestling news, we should talk about the big return Monday night. Who returns? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. awesome Kong. Oh. Yeah. She came back. <laughs> now, no, of course, I'm talking about yeah, the anti Phantom universe. Baby with her, right? Yeah. <laughs> she, she beat up Michael Cole. But no, I'm, of course, talking about Paige. The anti-diva made her glorious return with an actual really good crowd response. I was, I was worried because the music hit, and I was like, oh, boy, how's this going to go? But the whole crowd went Oh, nuts. trust so me. Like, She's... People remember who she is. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah it's I, not the first me. time they've seen Paige on their screen. No, yeah, I for sure. It's not for me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but 
Although well, I, I will was, say, I was, when she came out and she said that she didn't come alone, <laughs> didn't you think in the oh, back yeah. of your head, maybe? No, totally, totally, a hundred percent. I was over here. Like, oh, no. <laughs> what happened? How did they solve that one? <laughs> uh, yeah, but then but yeah, so they, they bring out and Sonya Deville and uh, I was Mandy Rose, right? I always Mandy forget Rose. her name. Yeah. But they, but they came with her, and uh, yeah, that was something, I guess, that killed everyone. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised. Uh, Sonya's not ready for prime time. Um, no. Mandy no. is, like, on the level of... She's above Dana Brooke, but, like, not very high above Dana Brooke, so neither one is really ready for the main roster. And so, but it just... They seem like such rand like I mean they, they don't smack they're just such random people to be there with Paige. Like oh, what yeah. why why, they, like... why not put Ruby and Paige together? That look like that look together would have been like at least they look similar. Like if you look at Paige, you look at Sony Deville, yeah, they both got the darker thing going, but then you have blondie curvaceous Mandy Rose, it's like you two don't look like a team. It looks like people picked out wrestlers in like two K eighteen, like Okay, everybody. This is everybody's favorite wrestler, and go. Well, clearly they had an idea where they wanted to do the same thing twice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They copied Raw's homework pretty much. Yeah. So then. things. Oh, and by the way, um, Fatal Four Ways don't end in DQs. Just saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they don't. They don't. That, that was. That anyway. was. That was I guess we probably should have seen should have seen something coming considering most of the women that were in that match minus Sasha were all geeks anyway so <laughs> I, I wouldn't expect them to get a, a women's title match in the first place Sean um, would you say they were nerds you could say that okay. um, and then on Smackdown they have the women's title match on there the rematch uh, and all of a sudden well actually no they did a a, a a segment backstage. Backstage, Naomi was just like doing her makeup, and they beat the crap out of her. Yeah. So and then Ruby Riot just walks up, and they beat the snot out of her. Yeah. So and but no, well, she was she she showed up with her own cavalry too. Uh, and they and then they slammed Becky Lynch's guts in a door. So you have uh, Ruby Riot. You have uh, Liv Morgan, who. If you thought Dana Brooke was weird in the ring and awkward, ooh, we oh, just wait. Great. Just wait and see. Just and wait. I, when was the last time we even saw Liv Morgan on TV? Either it was she was in one of the three ways for the vacant title. Okay. Um. So I don't know, like two months ago, maybe. Yeah. Uh. And, and then Sarah Logan, who well, she hasn't has been on TV twice. She was on the May Young Classic. Uh, did she win her first round or did she? I think she got eliminated first round. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so good start right there. And uh, there we go. And then there she was go. in the women's battle royal that they had on NXT, and that was it. I think they had her enhancement talent on an episode of NXT before the May Young Classic at some point too, and had her lose again. Mm, that I remember, but but uh, still, yeah, that that's Curry. Crazy Mary Dobson who used to come out like a Jason gimmick on the indies. So uh, they just decided to make her like a country girl for some reason. Also, uh, who also we're forgetting backstage at Raw. Paige, Mandy, and Sony they beat up Alexa. 
Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that was who they Alexa beat was just like sitting there staring at him and like repeated herself because they didn't answer her. That was and, awkward. Well, I could see Paige going up against Alexa, but is Paige a heel? Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, in, in some ways, when I was watching Alexa get beat up, I was like, "Are they trying to make her face now?" Because uh, I don't know what what's going on. This is weird. Also, uh, Ruby Riot was a baby face in NXT, right? Yeah, yeah. So. yeah I was about to say cause... she still is a baby face because she still got a match with. Um, yeah, it's going to be awkward when she's facing Sonya uh, Deville coming yeah. up still tonight. That yeah, I guess it is tonight that. <laughs> And they're on separate brands now, like already. <laughs> that's funny. It's just, I just think that's really funny. Also, it wasn't anything wrestling related, but can we talk about the incredible Christmas sale ad with Gallows and Anderson? I was crying when they were doing their Stone Cold impersonation about the sweater. Oh my God. That was so funny to me. I don't know why, but it just, that whole thing made me laugh. It's almost as if those two guys are funny on their own. It's, yeah, it's crazy, right? But they, when, when Luke was like, I put on my shirt and I stomp a mud hole, I was, I was crying. I thought that was so funny. Well, I will say uh, that was enjoyable. Um, but I feel like we also should give a shout out to the Usos who were put in the same spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And they did a pretty decent job at it too. You like oh, usually these, guys are funny. yeah, usually the, the ads that they do for the holiday stuff is usually terrible. Uh, but they actually, it seems like they've done a pretty decent I know, job. I feel like they let them both kind of just like have like a, an outline of what they needed to do and just let both teams just do their shit. Like it was, it was the Us- I mean, the Usos whenever they whenever they have bits on like up up down down, they're both hysterical human beings. They just have that dry, quick like bang one after another like uh comic style or comedy style and i i to me i find it hilarious i, I love that just that quick fire stuff and then of course gals and anderson are just hysterical and their brand of comedy is just so and like the cool thing about their comedy is it's, it's so good in wrestling based that as a fan it's like it just it, it strikes that nerve that's really funny like like i said the stone cold bit was hysterical when they were doing the the two suites and they were like showing off the belts and stuff. I, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then of course we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that, uh, they finally gave Roman Reigns his grand slam championship. And, and Seth, when Seth hugged him, it looked like he was getting ready to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I saw he, he just grabbed the belt and he's like, I, I guess I can try to make this belt popular. Cause you know, the Miz hasn't been doing that. Well, he said, I mean, um, it really worked for the U S title. Yeah. He said, "I mean, Roman Reigns tweeted right after Raw that the Intercontinental Open Challenge is coming back." So, <laughs> wait, when was that? A, when was that a thing? Well, yeah. he's, I guess he's making it a thing. If it was a thing, it was many years ago because I don't remember hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was in his latest tweets. He's like, "The internet, the Intercontinental Open Challenge returns on Raw," and I was, I agreed with you guys. I was like, "When was? When did that happen?" I think I he's the just been hitting the challenge. head too much. <laughs> yeah, he's he's taking too much Adderall again or whatever the hell he was doing. Mm. Smoking that good weed. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Oh, God. But, I mean, I think that covers all our WWE news. Is there anything... Any, <laughs> is there any tales from the indies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know uh, what else happened. I, I'm revival sure Revival of the fittest something. happened, and believe it or not, Punishment Martinez won. So he's going to get a shot against Cody at some point, but it's not going to be for a while. So that was kind of interesting. Well, he's got to get past Kota Ibushi. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's possible. The Wrestle Kingdom thing come up. And then right now is World Tag League in New Japan, but I'm not watching it, so I couldn't tell you what's going on. You know what? We haven't, uh, we've been away, so we we never got a chance to mention about Chris Jericho uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, yeah, I guess that's. that's Oh, yeah, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. That is a big deal. I watched watched that happen. And uh, first of all, Kenny's Japanese, very good, (laughs) I have to say. Kenny's (laughs) Japanese is very good. (laughs) Um, But. Uh, when that when that when the when they hit the lights and the song started, I immediately knew because that's the famous Fozzie song. And I was like, "There's no way!" <laughs> like what? And then it and then he popped up, and I was just like, "Whoa, fuck me!" <laughs> so well, see, I mean, the thing is, I think everyone knew that that match was going to happen, but everyone just assumed it was going to happen on the cruise. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, yeah, because that would make sense. Exactly. Not not but, that this doesn't make any sense. It's just uh, uh, not. It was well, very unexpected. But it is. Is it it it. it it makes sense only because the fact that they basically put a belt on Kenny to get, get to get him away from the heavyweight belt and he doesn't really have any challengers like so they had to go outside of their actual company so yeah and but, you know you could argue if if it wasn't uh you know Okada and Naito for the title this could definitely made event yeah, I mean they're calling it a main event, but of course it's you know co-main event. Well, WrestleMania has like five main events every year, yeah, but sure. So. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if uh, Chris Jericho is going to enter to break the walls down, or if he's no. going to use the Jericho song. Nah, it, He'll probably enter to it, something Fozzy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just saying that song that he used for the video package was a Fozzy song. Was a uh, Judas. Yeah, it's his new the new single or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's the one that they're they're playing the crap out of on the radio. Ugh. Like, yeah. I like the, I like the song. I have no problem with it, but I hear it everywhere. Well, oh good good for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, like more power to him. I'm just talking about the song in general. I'm like, okay, I get it. Would you rather Jesus. listen to that or the Chris Rock song for six hours? Oh yeah, smack it with it. <laughs> Wait, did I say Chris? Did I say Kid yeah, Rock? Yeah, you said Chris. Chris, Chris Rock. But... Oh, never mind. The Kid Rock song. Uh, yeah. But when you said Chris but... Rock song, I thought of that like smack it with a dick, smack it with a dick. <laughs> 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 Blind the yeah. bitch. We, we got Blind Wrestle Kingdom bitch. coming up uh, January fourth. Card seems like it's going to be pretty good, except for that Intercontinental Title match. Yeah, I like Jay White though, from what I've seen of him. So, well, that's nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, when, when I think of a big Intercontinental Title match, it's not what I think of. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, they ran oh. out. Like I said, they 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 ran out of challengers in their heavyweight division. They've burned through like every possible combination. That's the problem because Intercontinental, U.S. and heavyweight belt all share the same roster pool. <laughs> Did uh, I w- I meant to touch this before, but I got sidetracked. Back to WWE for a quick second. Did anybody see the full sequence of Triple H leaving the ring after Survivor Series? Didn't he also yeah. flare flop too? Yeah, so so he's laying in the ring, kind of just like laying there, kind of gently stirring. Stephanie comes out and is like sitting there with him, and he slowly stands up and he like shakes his head like he's good. And she turns to walk towards the rope, and he just fair, flare flops, so <laughs> hysterical. And then uh, she stands him up again and checks, and she shakes him. He's like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." 
So uh, he starts walking towards the ropes, and they cue his music, and he gets to the uh, he gets to the outside area, and he does his pose, you know, where he throws his arms up. He does it and falls again. <laughs> he falls backwards, like flat on his back, and Stephanie Quick stands him up, and she kind of like puts her arm around his back, and they walk to the top of the ramp, and he, he does the pose walks. again, and he nails it, and then he walks full speed into that <laughs> into that screen, and oh my god. He, he really sold the thing because that whole thing like fell like flexed around and fell down. Yeah. Oh man, I just that that really made me laugh. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I mean, it would have been nice if they actually showed all of that on the network, so at least we could have gone home with something to. I had know, to like, watch. I had to watch that from fan footage. The only yeah, part of the tweets. sequence that they put, the only part of that sequence that they put on YouTube was when he walked into the. Uh, the uh the screen at the top like that side apron thing yeah, uh, i had to watch the rest from fan videos it's kind of just like when adam cole debuted and for some reason they didn't put his adam cole baby on the air that was so dumb i remember like i remember when it ended it was like he didn't say it yeah <laughs> what the hell doing? Oh, but, uh, that that's something that i think they, they need to figure out because they always ended on such weird things sometimes like and it's not like they end on something good. Like yeah, it's not like they were, you know, strapped for time. Like it ended uh, pretty early. Yeah, yeah it, was silly. it was stupid. It was stupid. I don't know. Oh, two two other things I wanted to touch on. First, I tagged you both in it, but supposedly they are encouraging announcers to keep things going after they say one fall and not give the crowd that second to say one fall because they're saying. It takes too much away from the wrestlers. And oh, that, yeah. and God forbid the people can have fun. Yeah, yeah it, does, it doesn't I help tag, get the wrestlers over. So I, oh, don't I tagged it. you both and I said, stop having fun. Oh, because right the, the booking gets the wrestlers over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, of, course, of course. I just thought that was so dumb. Like it's, like, it's just, it's little things like that that make going to events fun. Your attendance is already suffering. So yeah, let's just keep taking away the stuff that makes the going to the things fun. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's micromanaging, you know, it's like, uh, if you ever, um, there's that story in, uh, Justin Roberts book, uh, where he talks about how, I think it might've been even been the last night that he was with the company. Uh, cause you know how at the end of the show, um, the announcer or not the announcer, the, uh, the ring announcer will come out and, and tell everyone, you know, have a good night, blah, blah, blah. Um, well he, he came out and he said, you know, everyone have a good night, drive safe, blah, blah, blah. And he goes to the back and Vince is pissed at him. He's just like, what's what's wrong? He's just like, you told him to drive safe. He's like, yeah. He's like, well, not everyone might be driving. What? It's, it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's like, don't say that because someone it's just it's it's it's, it's he, insane. The, the guy, the guy, I mean, the guy is a marketing genius and he brought this company up and did so much, but he's losing his mind. Like he's legitimately losing his mind. I feel like he's so out of touch with everything, and just like sometimes they hit, sometimes they do nail stuff in WWE, and it's great. But the stuff when they screw up or they do something like this, it really makes me scratch my head, and I'm just like, "Are you? Do you have any connection with your fan base? Because I really don't think so. If you're taking away stuff that people have fun with, I don't understand that choice. I really don't, especially when it's an issue that's not real." Like what? What kind of like uh, what? Or what are you taking away from the wrestlers by having an announcer give the fans one second to say something and have fun? You start yeah. beeping out the fans again, like when Kurt Angle had used to have them beep out the fans saying "you suck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
or they changed his music so that they couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it, I just I love I love back when he teamed with the Shield and they were coming out the Shield music and they were still saying you suck. Yeah. So uh, something I didn't see, I guess I must have just gotten shown that apparently today they revealed their 2018 pay per view schedule, and apparently Money in the Bank, in the bank is brandy. Yeah, like a big show instead of the big show's back. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got a new hit. But, uh, but right before right before we started recording, Sean actually sent me the link from PW Insider. Yeah, it's dual branded now. I mean, you'd think they would Good. have done that earlier. I mean, it yeah. makes sense. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> makes but sense. Just, yeah, the only thing is like, um, it is really close to to SummerSlam, so it's it's kind of like you have that, and then I don't know what. I guess it's Battleground in, in between. Yeah, just one yeah. show in between. So it's just one in between, but that's fine. Like I, I think it's it's better this way. That way you can have a briefcase on on both shows. It it kind of uh, opens more possibilities of of things you can do. Um, I don't want to see another women's Money in the Bank briefcase. I feel like they've they've uh, done a terrible job with the one the first one that they did. James James Ellsworth can return and win it again. <laughs> Carmella has not at this point. Carmella is probably not going to cash in until Money in the Bank anyway. Well, it's starting to feel like it's starting to feel like like minus the stuff that he actually did with it. But it's starting to feel like when Edge held on to it for forever. But the difference yeah. was is that Edge was and then, was and then we have a, a, another one that just gets taken away immediately. So we have no suspense of Money in the Bank at all anymore because nobody cares when Carmella cashes in at this point. And that's the thing is like. At least Edge, when he had the Money in the Bank briefcase, people st- he was still a, a, a big deal. Like, oh yeah, uh, they cared. They cared about him cashing in. Yeah, even during his feud with Matt Hardy, like uh, their blow off match was for the briefcase. So yep. you know, it's yep. he was still a focused, you know, part of the roster. Whereas Carmella, there's weeks she's not even on TV. Yeah, you don't even see her. No, and w- w- she wasn't on this week, was she? No, I didn't see her. Yeah, so you know, it's like. I feel like it, it hasn't worked out well. I they I mean they it was an obvious choice to give her the briefcase just because uh you know she had James Ellsworth and she you know she was cutting some good promos beforehand but since then she's lost all momentum. So now if she were to cash in, I don't think anyone would care. Yeah, I don't think so either cuz it's just like she's to me it just to me she she just has like she has no heat. Like she's supposed to be healed, but she has no heat because no one cares. And if she cashes in, it'll just be like a oh, all right, kind of moment. It's just it loses. That's like it loses the importance around having a money in the bank carrier. Yeah. Like if no one yeah. cares about them, if no one cares about them cashing in, then what's the point? I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, then they get rid of James Ellsworth for which was yeah. like the only thing. That was the only funny thing. Yeah. Watch when they when they got into that weird Fifty Shades sect, that yeah. section they got into there. Now she's just has a big ass camel toe. Yeah, she has no she has no she has no sub anymore. It's That's sad. all she is. She's just a big camel toe. <laughs> oh God! And she wears that onesie now that just fits in all the wrong well, spots. How do you think that camel toe becomes a thing? <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my God! She hikes that thing up there, but uh. I think that I think that wraps up our news, fellas. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think that's everything. 
What's the ne- what's the next one? Is it it's a uh, Clash of Champions, right? Clash of Ch- SmackDown, and uh, we have our main event. It's going to be uh, Jinder and AJ. Oh boy. Ooh. Yeah. Man, oh, that, that's all we have right now. I'm curious right. since Hooray. it's in uh, it, it's in Boston. I wonder if Cena's going to be on the show. I mean, maybe if he's if he's not busy. If he's not busy filming another TV show, whatever the heck he does. I've been watching his little series on YouTube. He has a he has a sect on the Bellas YouTube channel where he he shows all of his cars. Every time I see one, I'm like, I just want to punch you, man. <laughs> what he about when so... he when he played "Where's My Mind" by the the Pixies on piano? That that, that was, was that was good. <laughs> that was something. I was like, wow, John. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have taken you know, probably practice that for so fucking long. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, he's like, hold on, I gotta get it right. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Cena has an animated movie coming out where he plays, I think it's like a bull or something? And he plays as a bull. He's he's the main character, so it's like his movie, and the studio decided to release it the same day as Star Wars The Last Jedi. Ooh. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, John. <laughs> and it's like, it's not even like a a movie movie. It's not even something you actually, it's just like a little kid movie. Yeah. They already have that. It's called the last Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Every little kid. Yeah. What? Like I told my little cousin, I was like, what do you want to go see the movie, the bull or star Wars? If you star Wars. Yeah. Ugh. Unbelievable. But yeah. All right. All right, fellas. Anything, anything you want to plug? Oh no. The beep's going to come. <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> 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 now, anything you guys want to anything you want to share about social media or anything uh, the underscore where actually, that's where you can night. find me yeah follow me at f-a-t-a-x-666 on twitter and you can follow me at saying barbarian on twitter and i'm not spelling it anymore because you fuckers need to learn how to spell it oh had it i'm sick of holding your hands damn it <laughs> I actually had I actually had one of my friends listen to one of the shows and he's like you don't have to spell it I was like fine I won't spell it then <laughs> figure it out <laughs> but uh, all right well gentlemen tomorrow is I guess I'm dating the episode now tomorrow is Thanksgiving so I hope everyone here on the show Sean Dan I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving and to everyone listening to the show I hope you have a great Thanksgiving eat some food and drink some beer like old Stone Cold we won't and uh and yeah I think that's it so everyone at home. Uh, Thank you for listening, and have a good night. Happy Thanksgiving.